Hey, Cornerstone Church, today we begin our fast, 21 days of consecration as a collective family with the belief that God honors fasting and that he will move on our faith during this season. What you're watching right now is the beginning of a series of video devotionals that our pastoral staff is going to create so that as you walk through your fast, you just have a touch point with your church body and you have some inspiration, some encouragement, some instruction for, from Scripture on how to best proceed in your fast, how to project and direct your faith. And so again, you'll be hearing from different pastors. Today, I'm here with Jonathan, and we're kicking it off. And really what I wanted to do was uh, basically give a snapshot of the message that I preached a few Wednesdays ago yeah. called Fasting 101. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess some questions that come up, because if this is your first time fasting or you're kind of new to the concept the first question that can kind of prop up is like, is this really important? Like, is there any precedent for what we're doing here? Like, or is this just a thing that we're putting on people because we think it's a cool thing to do, you know? Sure. Uh, you know, first and foremost, there's a lot of biblical precedent. Mm -hmm. Now, fasting is not a command in scripture. You can't find in the Bible that we are commanded to fast, mm -hmm. but there is an implied understanding through the whole of scripture that fasting is a part of the Christian life or the devout life. Yeah. Jesus himself fasted. He got baptized in the Jordan River. And then before he launched into his public ministry, he spent 40 days in the wilderness fasting and then was submitted to temptation from yeah. the enemy. Jesus, when he was teaching about prayer in the Sermon on the Mount, he taught them the Lord's Prayer, but he also talked about fasting. And he said, when you fast, yeah. implying that it's just understood a, a person that's devoted at some point in time is going to spend some time consecrating themselves to the Lord. You go to the book of Acts and there were instances where the people of God fasted, mm -hmm. but it just seemed to be a normal part of their rhythms. And they were fasting for clarity and direction and instruction from the Lord. And then you go to the Old Testament, and I think the most prominent moment in the Old Testament of fasting was Daniel, who first and foremost altered his diet mm -hmm. because he didn't want to eat from the unkosher food of Nebuchadnezzar's table. And so he said, I am not going to I am not going to um, mingle myself and my faith with the society around me. And yeah. then later, when he was he was petitioning the Lord for a word a word mm -hmm. of hope, a word of encouragement. God, what are you wanting to do in the nation of Israel? He fasted. Yeah. And in his fast, the Bible says that angels came to bring the word of the Lord. There was a demonic force in the unseen realm that stopped the angel. And there was a battle between yeah. angelic beings and it's demonic wild. beings. And yeah. finally the word got through because of his prayer and fasting. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that story's wild. And even Jesus going through the temptation and everything in the New Testament is just interesting how it's all phrased. And it makes you kind of wonder, like, what are some, like, when you're looking at the Bible, well, how did they do it? Or what are some practical ways that I can fast that, you know, would be a, a benefit to me spiritually? Sure. Know? And I, I know at this point, because it's the first day of the fast, that if you, uh, you know, you've started, you've already thought through what does fasting look like for, for you. But uh, just from a biblical perspective, fasting pertains to food. 
Yep. Uh, you know, <laughs> we can discipline ourselves and restrict, you know, entertainment or yep. make alterations to our schedule or refrain from certain activities. But that technically is not fasting. Fasting is a restriction of our diet. Yeah. And so uh, we've already said this a few times, but just in case somebody is just jumping in today, <laughs> you know, you have multiple ways you can do it. You mm -hmm. can do just a liquid only for 21 days, uh, which is challenging, right? Uh, yeah. You can you can do what is called a Daniel fast, which Daniel said he didn't eat any meats, no sweets, no breads, right? So that was almost just as hard as no uh, uh, water. Yeah, the vegetarian <laughs> diet, right? And so uh, that's one way of fasting for 21 days. You can do a hybrid of some liquid some Daniel. You can do intermittent fasting. Hey, every day I'm going to fast during this time and I'm going to pray. Yeah. Uh, you can just restrict certain parts of your diet. Mm -hmm. You know, I you know, we don't want to be controlling. I don't want to, you know, I'm not some um, dictator here. <laughs> I can't force anybody to fast. I can't yeah. make anybody. This is an invitation yeah. to say as a church, we are going to move in a direction uh, of discipline of the flesh in order for spiritual advancement. So those are ways to do it. And of course, just from a practical standpoint, you need to take care of yourself. You need to know like your medical needs. We don't want anybody doing harm to themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, we also aren't doing this with guilt, shame, and condemnation. If you, you know, go have a day where you break your fast, you know, that's that's not the day to beat yourself up. You mm -hmm. just, if you want to continue, do it the next day and just yeah. kind of start over. We also aren't flaunting it. Jesus, he said in the Sermon on the Mount, like it, when you fast, like comb your hair, wash your face, don't let everybody know you're doing it. Yeah. You know, this isn't the time to, you know, be having big public discourse on social media about like, you know, can I eat a bean burrito or not? You know, this is the, we're, we're going to do this with humility, right? Yeah. We're going to do this out of reverence and that it's a sacred thing. Yeah. When we're looking at the totality of the fast and we're looking at the other side of it, I guess, what are some outcomes or, or things that we're hoping to accomplish through fasting in general, but also our 21 days of fasting as a church? Great question. Yeah. Um, my belief and my hope is that when we fast, that something happens in you individually as a follower of Jesus, as a son or daughter. My hope is that you see fruit in your family, mm -hmm. in your sur surrounding relationships and circumstances. And then the hope is that as we do this as a corporate body, we see things change and shift for the good in our church. Yeah. So you would fast for a myriad of reasons. You know, fasting humbles us. Yeah. Fasting cultivates the fruit of the spirit. When you start denying the flesh, when you start telling the flesh that it's not in charge, you are by, by a very intentional act bringing your flesh into submission to your spirit. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, things like love grow. Yeah. Joy grows. I mean, even though you might be a little cranky and hangry, <laughs> joy grows like true joy. Peace grows. You know, all of the worries of life kind of start melting away because you have this prominent thing that you're focused on and yeah. you really begin to get centered on the Lord. We also fast for personal breakthrough. If there's an area you need freedom, you mm -hmm. can point your faith during this fast that I'm going to I'm going to break that addiction. Yeah, I'm going to break that soul tie, that negative relationship there, that I'm yeah. going to break that emotional pattern that has a grip on me. You know, we fast uh, in part for our corporate church, that the Lord would give us vision, that he'd give us revelation, that he'd give us wisdom on how he wants us to proceed as a church into his desired future. And you do that for yourself if you mm -hmm. need an answer. 
If you need discernment, if you need wisdom for a certain situation in your life, you can fast and believe that as all the clutter begins to clear, Mm -hmm. because it's amazing how acute your focus gets during a fast on God and on the things of God. And a lot of the clutter goes away. You know, when you're hungry and you're feeling the pangs of hunger or you sit down and you say, oh, wait, I'm denying myself this, your mind automatically goes to God. Yeah. I think the most important thing about a fast is every element of your life that is connected to food reminds you of him. Yeah. Whether you're not eating or you're restricting your diet or you your mind goes to him. And so ultimately what I believe happens and I'm hoping will happen in our church uh, is that one of our core values will surge, and it is that we are spiritually hungry. Yeah, And so we are embracing physical hunger to acquire spiritual hunger yeah. as a church. I'm, I'm fasting for revival in our church. I'm fasting for breakthrough in our church. I'm, I'm fasting knowing that we have an incredible history as a church, and then there is some pain in our history, and that the Lord brings healing and wholeness and victory so that we can go into His future. I'm fasting as a pastor because I need revelation on where God's taken us. I need to know what keys to turn. I need to know how what steps He wants us to take. But whatever the case, the last thing I want to say is if you are joining us in this fast, thank you. Thank you for making a sacrifice. Thank you for prioritizing your faith. Thank you for surrendering a part of yourself, for inconveniencing yourself, for embracing some discomfort so that you can grow in your relationship with the Lord and so that you can um, enhance the spiritual climate of our church. Uh, Your fasting, my prayer for you, is that whatever you need as a result of this fasting, you'll experience. My prayer for you personally is that you see the breakthrough you're hoping for, the victory you're hoping for, the change you're hoping for. But in my heart as your pastor, I'm filled with gratitude that you would make an investment in the well-being of your church. So we love you. I don't want to say good luck. Hmm. You're going to do great. Just the fact that you are trying to fast is a massive, massive win in my book. So let's do it together. Uh, Let's, um, as much as you can, let's enjoy this season of fasting. 